It is Season 9, Episode 6 of the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast. Cast. So, Cameron, um, I was thinking the other day that I think I knew at some point, but my mind forgot that podcast is already a pun. Like, before we whale punned it. Uh, how? Because, well, yeah, kind of like a pun. Apparently, podcast is the idea of a broadcast on your iPod. So it's a podcast. Oh, a podcast originated from iPod? Yeah, it, it was br- the idea of doing radio on your iPod. So it was like oh. broadcasting on your iPod. Was, um, was the first podcast-esque piece of media on the iPod like Apple invented the podcast that I don't know it might be that people were doing internet radio shows and then the term podcast got popular because people were downloading those internet radio shows and listening to them on their iPod it's crazy to think that the iPod was so um, right prevalent that there was basically nothing else that competed and there wasn't really there was no other real competition with the iPod at all and what's crazy is iPod, otherwise in our language, is gone. No one talks about, yep. you know, except sad. in podcast, where it's been crystallized, and now we all use that word without knowing what it means, including me, who's been podcasting for however many years. Oh, a I lot of years. basically didn't even think about that. So that's my interesting etymology factoid of the day. Huh, that's really um, cool. I, I had no idea. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, double, we're doubling up with the pod, with the uh, a pod mm-hmm. of whales, and the pod of eyes. <laughs> the pod... yes yes we're just that uh clever um who thought of okay never mind it was steven steven thought of podcast correct i am 95 percent sure that steven thought of that that is a steven thing to do 100 that is a very steven thing to do um knowing random nature terms and then punning them Mm-hmm. into, into <laughs> yeah, uh, really a creative Steven. project You're that right. is a very very steven thing to do uh, <laughs> so oh if i'm you, sorry there yeah, is literally ahead. a spider on my wall i will Uh-oh. be right back <laughs> <laughs> there is not a spider on any of my walls that i can currently see um but you know that doesn't mean they're not there because spiders by nature can be very deceptive crafty and elusive creatures as you can see in most video games where they like to hide in the shadows and then strike at you with their talons. I don't actually know. Like a lot of the times in video games, spiders don't just bite you. They like hit you with their legs or something. And I guess what would those be called? Probably legs, maybe claws. I don't actually know if spiders in real life do that. If they like trap their prey with their little claw arms. I know they I'm use back. their webs. Oh, hi. Hi. Did you I, kill? I, yeah. Look, man. stay out of my house and you don't die Mm. like it's honestly that simple yeah you can you can even live in the garage i don't care but if there's a spider in my house Mm. you die and it was not even like a little jumpy baby spider it was a wolf spider so it dead so what steven does anytime there's a bug in the house that we don't like is he'll like trap it between a cup and a piece of paper and then take it outside He's just going to come back inside. Where shoot it with a shotgun. Oh, that's um, better. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. What were you saying? Well, they're just going to come back inside if you do that. Like, yeah. they don't yeah. have a, like, oh, I'm outside now. I guess this is where I'm supposed to be. They'll just, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to kill a rat, you know, like, right. or a mouse, because yeah. it has blood, you know, but like a spider, yeah. a mosquito, ladybugs. Yeah. I used to suck up thousands of ladybugs yeah. um from my house back when i was in high school uh and i'm not yeah. even kidding you i would get up in the morning suck up a thousand ladybugs come home mm. that night and suck up a thousand more ladybugs um, Jeez, i'm not exaggerating I, i've never that seen that many ladybugs <laughs> it i yeah um, there was, was just one or two i couldn't believe it um that's huh it was it was a what is the most yeah. like um i don't know the right word for it so like what is the biggest thing you've ever killed the biggest thing I've ever killed? It's kind of a dark question. What if I killed like a I, dog? It is kind of, but you mentioned like you wouldn't kill a rat. So I'm like, what? what is the biggest thing you've killed? I mean, geez, I don't know if I've ever... Oh, okay. Yeah, I was mowing my lawn um, sometime yeah. last year and I, I clipped a little garter snake and um, he was he was really rough and I just, I just yeah. had to finish him off. Yeah. Um, so 
that and he was oh man he mm-hmm. was i really i love snakes too and right. and i just i just you know my grass is really tall and i just didn't see him and then i then i was i was going backwards i mm-hmm. saw him and i was like oh shoot yeah um so yeah. that would be it were probably. you ever invited to go hunting uh actually yes i went rabbit hunting with my dad did not shoot the rabbit that he shot yeah. Uh, and then I went deer hunting with my grandpa and cousin and mm-hmm. also did not shoot the deer that was shot that day. Okay. So you've been on hunting trips. You just haven't been the the hunter. Yeah. And I didn't really feel bad in those particular yeah. instances. Both times the animal got used. So I, and I have no problem yeah. with hunting, honestly. So yeah. Um, hunting yeah. for providing, not hunting for sport. Right. Hunting for sport is right. awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? Oh, man. I have not been hunting. Um, I like you, I wouldn't have a problem with, with hunting for sustenance. Mm-hmm. Um, I trying to think the biggest thing I've killed, like I've taken animals in to be, you know, put down yeah. and stuff, but I wouldn't quite qualify that. Um, so the biggest thing I've like killed, shoot, it's probably a bug of some type. I haven't probably done a really big spider. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have not. I have not been involved in in any animal slaughter, which is is probably good. For that this, the this is a good in. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a good mm-hmm. a good thing to not and, be involved. I guess, in. I guess by definition, we're saying we've never killed another human here. So uh, that um, I will go on record by saying I. Yeah, have what not. is the largest thing you've killed in a video game? Oh, that's a that's a much better question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came to mind was God of War. Um, yeah, you kill some pretty big things in God of War. Right. Um, but surely I've killed something bigger. Like, yeah, I, th- I my mind went to Shadow of the Colossus. Um, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's final boss. I, I is think really that snake big. in God of War is bigger. That snake is really big in God of War. Well, you don't kill the snake in God of War. Oh, you don't kill it. Okay. Do you know? Didn't you play God of War? I did, but it's been a while. I He's just remember friend. it was a big snake. I assumed it ended up dead. You got you like eaten by it at some point. You do get he swallows you at one point, yeah, but you yeah. don't kill him. Um, You're right. You then fight Freya once you get out. That's right. Yeah, some, something, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, you do fight some pretty big stuff, regardless, though. Not as big as the World Serpent. I assume He's, in God of War three, you fight some big stuff. Again, yes, um, in God of War three, you fight. Well, you know what? You don't. Gaia yeah. is the biggest thing. You you, but you don't fight Gaia. You climb up her, yeah, and because yeah. she's she's a titan um so mm-hmm. maybe god of war is not the right answer yeah shadow i can't yeah. think of anything besides shadow of the Colossus. that's a really good answer oh yeah um something that i, I can't say because mm-hmm. it's a spoiler would be a thing oh. um in what tears of the kingdom that would be a spoiler if i said yes oh so there's a very large thing in tears of the kingdom potentially that you kill i can okay. neither confirm nor deny this <laughs> gotcha gotcha it's pretty big um, though yes if it exists if if that exists, that sounds like a really big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, um I, I can't that think beast of at the end of Breath of the Wild was pretty big. Um uh, Beast yeah. Ganon or whatever. Oh, was he? He was pretty big. He was like, like I'm not gonna yeah. Like the size of three sedans. Like <laughs> <laughs> I would say bigger than that, but I get what you're going for. He was it was like it, the it, in my brain yeah. he was so bad he felt the size of three sedans. Mm, you didn't was, like that, boss? Did you? Um I what phase are we talking about? The end when you're on the horse shooting it? Yeah, beast scanning or whatever. I was just really glad it wasn't hard and didn't put it. It didn't make a start at the beginning of the entire thing. So That's I was fair. most that was my primary emotion. Um, so I didn't have a strong feeling about the boss other than that. That's fair. I, I calamity again, and I thought was a really really cool boss. Um, yeah, it was good. I, honestly, probably the best boss in all of Breath of the Wild and Tears, and uh, having. Yeah, it was definitely the best in Breath of the Wild for sure. Yeah, um, I haven't done any of them in Tears. Fair, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, yeah, Beast. The first time because I beat I beat Breath of the Wild well three times technically. Yeah, but yeah, twice originally. Uh, once yeah. having not completed everything, and once having completed everything. The first right. time the spectacle was pretty neat, but on a replay, yeah. I would realize you know the seams were showing, and I was like, ooh, yeah, this is just a really boring boss. He can't even hit yeah. you. He doesn't move really. No, it was crazy. It, it was basically a set piece. Yes, um, it was a cutscene that you played. <laughs> which again is all I wanted at that point because we really didn't want to fight the, <laughs> the other boss again. Sure, but sure. as an oh, actual the, boss, it was basically nothing. It, the game does a pretty good job. Even Tears does a pretty good job of because I, I died in one of the many phases mm. of the final boss, and it responds mm. you back at that phase. Luckily, um, Breath of the Wild does not. Uh, if you die on Calamity again, and they put you back before the mini boss that's in the Sanctum, so you have to fight that mini boss again to even fight Calamity again. again. Wait, really? Yep. 
I mean, we did it like what four times. If, what happens if you save the game while fighting Calamity Ganon? You know, I have to admit, we didn't try that. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because the game has a really good, question. like, it's not like it saves generally. It saves pretty much exactly where you stopped. Hmm. Um, I don't know about manual save. I, I can only really think of, may, yeah, maybe it was just we were relying too much on the autosave in the and game. And also, yeah. how, did you not beat all the Divine Beasts in Breath of the Wild? We beat three of them. Oh, that's yeah. crazy to me. <laughs> Why would yeah. do you not beat all four of them? Hmm. We just weren't like that was not really my favorite part of the game. And so whenever we were playing, it just never really made it that high on the priority list. Um, and then we wanted to finish it before Tears of the Kingdom. So oh, uh, we, you we did just, just recently to, finish it. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. We spent most of our time doing like side stuff in the game and not not beelining the main stuff. So, it, it, you know, when it comes to Zelda games, mm-hmm. regardless of the quality of the yeah. event that I'm doing, I feel like not beating a boss would drive me insane yeah. because it's a Zelda mm. game. Um like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. if it was if it was possible to skip um Gorilla yeah. Valley in Ocarina of Time, I right. wouldn't, you know. So I don't yeah. know. I think that's, that's crazy. It's not me. really been you haven't really I think there are a couple optional dungeons in other Zelda games. But yeah, I just I approached Breath of the Wild very, very differently than I did any other Zelda mm-hmm. game. I have one mm-hmm. friend who plays it Every time he plays through it, he plays it like a linear Zelda game and plays it in the exact same order every time he plays Breath of the oh, Wild. So like he, he can't get out of the mindset of it being a linear Zelda game. Well, I'm like the opposite, where as soon as they let me walk around Hyrule, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just going to explore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting um, yeah, because tr- that's yeah. kind of what you... That's kind of the mentality you have to get into. Well, you don't have to do anything, but yeah. that's kind of the mentality I got into with Tears, um, right? Which is stop treating it like Breath of the Wild and treat it more like a linear Zelda game. And my right. enjoyment actually really jumped from that. I found mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just a retreading yeah. of Breath of the Wild, but worse in a lot yes, of ways. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Which, so you, do we want to get into this conversation? Tears? Transitioned perfectly into yeah. one of the things we wanted to talk about, which is Tears of the Kingdom. We did that- it big old game that came out recently i guess about a few weeks ago maybe uh um, actually it's been almost a month now if you can believe it yeah close to it yeah. um and uh biggest game of the year for sure yes um, well you know there's a lot maybe of starfield games. will be bigger starfield final fantasy 16 is coming out what, what came out yeah last that's a big month? one too something big came out that's last true month. one of the biggest for sure in terms this is, of this people is actually covering st- it we were talking about like games, like having bad years. Mm. This is a good year yeah. in games. Um, there's a lot of really good stuff coming out. On paper. Right. But then um, we get Redfall. Um, Redfall? We don't then, talk about Redfall. We don't talk about Redfall. <laughs> and then we don't know how Starfield's going to be. Like, this could be a great year. This could be a terrible year. We'll have to see how the games well, okay. actually do. But there's also Street Fighter Six. There's Metroid mm. Prime Remastered. There's Resident Evil 4. Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of heavy hitters this year. That is true. Year. There are a lot of games coming out this year, like, of the big AAA series. Star Wars came that out? Is, yep. Jedi Survivor. That yep. was the one yep. last month. Yeah. Or um, right now, two months ago at this point. But yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, I think yeah. it's, it's the best-selling Zelda game of all time in terms yes. of the amount of time it's been out, how many copies it's sold. Yep. Um, rousing success. It has like a 96 on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Everyone, quote-unquote, loves it in terms of like the mainstream uh, mm-hmm. reviews of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the next Elden Ring in that sense. Every website, if you, it was just like filled with articles about Tears of the Kingdom for like yes. three weeks. Yeah, I, um, I, was, I was trying to browse Kotaku over the past two or three yeah. weeks, and it was literally just like yeah. eight Tears of the Kingdom uh yes. articles and one something about nintendo again anyways like totally. it was crazy totally so it just completely dominated the entire news cycle um i went into it completely blind um i had like watched one trailer um and i don't think we've talked about it at all on the podcast we've talked about it some to each other we've literally um, never spoken to each other about this game yeah we've only text chatted Yes. So like we've talked a decent amount about it, but like yeah, what are you what are you most interested to to discuss about this game? Like um, for well, both of want... us, like Breath of the Wild is in our top five games for both of us. Yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild so... is still. I, I actually just recently redid my list, which was really fun because all my friends did it as well. Um, yeah, my top ten list, and Breath too. of the Wild is number one still. Mm-hmm. And I will spoiler alert: Tears of the Kingdom is not in my top twenty. <laughs> Right. Uh, Breath of the Wild is number two for me, I think. And Tears of the Kingdom is also not in my top 20. Yes. Um, Um, You want to just tell me uh, how far you got you guys got so far? 
Yeah, we we got like how far? Um, <laughs> Just give me some stuff you've done. Essentially. Yeah, 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 we've explored. We've gone down to the caves a couple times. We've yep. gone up to several different Sky Island places and shrines up there. We've explored like Center Hyrule, went all the way over to Hadano and back, and then went uh, kind of around the Korok Forest that we didn't find the way in, mm-hmm. and then went up to um, the Hebra Mountains and and got in the dungeon and completed most of the dungeon, but we didn't actually finish it or fight the boss. So got it. I'd say Wait, about which, twelve hours. Which dungeon maybe? is that? The Hib. The like, the boat in the sky. The sky boat. So that's boat the wind temp. The wind temple. Got it. The wind. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Or as I call it, the skyboat. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a skyboat, you know. It is a skyboat. It's an accurate. It's an accurate term. So, what do you think of? Uh, what do you think of getting to the temple? Uh oh, like with all the floaty stuff. Yeah, I was very bored. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was... This will be my opinion on a lot of this game, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, I just yeah. So each of the dungeons now have two new activities. They have the activity of getting yeah. to the dungeon um right. well i guess i was combining it in my brain it has one new right. activity it's getting to okay. getting to the dungeon is part of the experience now and okay. i actually yes. I, I enjoyed the spectacle of i think something i really like is they they kind of had that before in um uh breath of the wild did, to a degree like yep. you had to climb up death mountain but it was like really contrived and lots of cutscenes, and it was like a terrible stealth section like yes. this did a much better job weaving it um like uh perfectly into the gameplay and not like stopping you a bunch of times you're right i actually forgot that you could do do that in breath of the wild because it was so uninteresting that i just didn't even remember it It, this was better than that that was actively bad this i yeah this was definitely better than that yeah um for me i have beaten all four of the dungeons um because there's four dungeons Oh, um, right. There's not a secret fifth dungeon that doesn't exist there's There's no hyrule castle in this game well there is but (laughs) <laughs> yes and it's also not hyrule castle if it exists but it doesn't well i just mean hyrule castle is still in the game it's just it not is. much of a dungeon um no. but i've beaten all four of the dungeons okay. uh i've beaten mm-hmm. um all of the bosses there as I mean, well you beat the game. i beat the game i beat yeah i beat the final yeah. bosses i guess yeah. technically uh and yep. i uh have 60 shrines done and i've ex- i've unlocked all the towers um right. and I've unlocked maybe, oh, geez, like 40% of the underground, 35 yeah. There's a lot of underground. It's a huge area. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, how do we want to tackle yeah. this? Because I have, I I know. have it's a, a lot of game. positive things to say. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I guess I'll just say oh, that. Man. Um, They're just so, yeah, let's just go for it. It's, it's such a massive game. It kind of defies like playing it. There's no set order in which to yeah. do anything so we can just kind of share different thoughts we've had and just kind of see where the conversation goes yeah sure i i just so the first thing that came to mind when we started talking today specifically is the underground mm. right it i didn't yeah. know the underground existed before this yeah. game came out i had that was a complete and total shock to me when i saw the first yeah. chasm outside of um right that little town i was like what is this and i jumped down and i then yeah. i realized the whole map had an underground i actually yeah had a moment of like i can't handle this and i left immediately right. because i was like this yeah. is too much this is it's I can't. so much it's so much it's so much yes um, and then and then i realized that the underground is exactly what i loved about breath of the wild which mm. is it's so counterintuitive but i just right. love empty exploration <laughs> yeah it's i totally so know what you mean i don't I like totally to, know what you mean I, I like to run into things once every 15 minutes you know um, get some space yeah, yeah get some actual I love space space yeah. um yeah and it, that Death goes stranding against what is I really before. good at that too yes exactly and that's elden ring does not do that uh which mm-hmm. we had this conversation the other day no about that how, is not what i would play elden ring for it no I its map is so full it's got so much crap no, you're pretty much moving from very important point to very yes. important point in Elden Ring. Yeah, the fifty percent of what I loved about a uh, made-up statistic about what I loved about Breath of the Wild was just yeah. walking through the world and not even yes, finding anything. I completely agree. And yeah. the underground 
because now the main surface area of Tears of the Kingdom is a little more packed than I would like, the underground substituted very well for that. Add Mm, to the fact mm -hmm. that it's also very dark and you have to like literally illuminate your way along the way, shooting, you know, light seas all over the place, running into gloom, um, running into incredibly big monsters. Uh, Apparently there can be a dragon underground. That was really cool. I've Um, seen that. Yes. He was like, we went underground and then we saw saw the dragon like poking his head looking down at us and we're like yep. is he gonna follow us and then he came through that was a really cool moment yes like, yes yeah. so cool um yeah so so that's just a really positive thing that when i mm-hmm. needed a break from because this game is very much is much more do things you know it's yes. there's a lot more stuff to do in this game and and when i needed yeah. a break from that i would just yeah. go underground and light up light root seeds and just have a good yeah. time exploring yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of Minecraft in that sense. Um, the yeah. underground feels kind of Minecrafty, where you would find those big cave complexes, and um, it was uh, it felt like a different world. Yeah, I think probably my my best moment from the game was like the first like half hour of exploring the underground and figuring out how it all worked, and uh, and just wandering around in the dark. There was that sense of just like uh, complete empty space in it that I really really liked. Yes, the the ability of this the ability of these games to pull their punches when they need to is incredible and yeah. i wish other game developers would do that <laughs> yeah definitely. more often um there's also a really really cool dungeon well it's not a dungeon it's an area yeah under the main village um well whatever the main village is called lookout point lookout town yeah. lookout something yeah. um right. zach just goes hey cameron go explore under the, the city the town and i was yeah. like okay and he didn't tell me anything else and what what ensued, what ensued was like two hours of gluing rocks together so i can break more rocks and finding like jail cells and and underwater lakes and uh, just huge like yeah just crazy amounts of stuff and then i emerged from inside of hyrule castle and i was like ah (laughs) that was so fun Um, that's crazy yeah like that kind of thing is yeah what okay so that's i feel like what this game does better than breath of the wild is secrets um mm, yeah breath of the wild didn't even have any caves except for the first no. cave like no it didn't it, it was a very surface level game <laughs> literally <laughs> um, quite literally yeah being able to stumble upon things is not yeah really something because you would always see them from a distance you know what i mean like you'd be like yeah. oh what's that and you'd go there in breath of the wild in this game yeah. you like oh it's a cave crap what's down here mm-hmm. and you'll go down there mm-hmm. and like oh it's style knocks great i can't fight yeah. this or it's the yeah. goopy hand creepy horrible thing that is I don't awful think I and found i hate that. it you haven't yeah. run into the hand goop monster yet no don't oh, think so i've run into horriblins but i don't remember a hand goop monster. oh it's awful it's actually yeah. terrifying and horrible um yeah but yeah that's like what i think this game does really well is is the oh wow kind of feeling you get yeah. from from finding something right. which is really yeah. fun yeah yeah I, I don't know what, what, what about you what, what have you done anything interesting run into anything cool um let me think like i said that first time in the cave is really cool um let me think run into anything interesting or cool um like how'd you guys like when you first shot up in super super high into the air using one of the towers and we're like you know ex- and yeah exploring yeah I, I do remember that um yeah so this is kind of the theme of this experience of the game with me which is i uh, nothing in this game clicked and i was waiting for it to click and it never did and so it's a very interesting game for me, a very confusing game, because I really don't remember anything about it. Like, it was one of the least memorable games I've, of this, like, that should be something I should enjoy so much that I can really recall. Where, like, I would kind of observe things happening, but it always felt like they kind of happened at a distance and I never really connected with any of them. So hmm. it's a weird game to, like... um like think back on because it just it just never clicked with me all of the mechanics always felt um awkward and all of the uh world design and visual design always felt odd and so i don't i don't really have memorable moments from it except for exploring that cave the first time so i totally agree with you about the ui elements i think they did what they could given what they had to work with um what about the what about the aesthetic did you think clashed i didn't really have Um, any particular problem with it like there just wasn't really any identity. Like, 
what is what is the game aesthetically? Um, like, what are words that describe it holistically as an aesthetic? Like, you know, Wind Waker, it's boat and cell shading and wind and Breath of the Wild. It's like super naturalistic and minimalistic and sim- simple. I don't really know what words I would use for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I, I feel like you that would, would use that it doesn't the, contradict itself. I think you would use almost the exact same words that you use in Breath of the Wild, except maybe add ancient onto it. Because you have this, yeah. like, the, the, um, the, um, Zonai aesthetic is kind of, mm-hmm. it's like Breath of the Wild mixed with Zonai. Um, right. And Zonai would consider like ancient Incas, like, you know, Mayan, Inca, right. South American kind of aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. So I would call it naturalistic, uh, ancient kind of in a way. Yeah, which is kind of what Breath of the Wild was going for too. Um, True. I, I guess, guess they I just dialed yeah. it up with the Zonai a little more. Right. Specifically. Yeah. I mean, that's that's part of the confusion point for me with the game, too, is like it's literally in the same world as Breath of the Wild. And it's literally like the same um, art style and everything. But they're like trying to forge a new identity on top of that. And I guess mm-hmm. like if I was to like summarize my experience with the game, it's that I never felt it made a compelling case for why I should just be playing Breath of the Wild. Um, the stuff mm. they added, I liked less than Breath of the Wild. And there wasn't enough of a new identity that I ever felt attached to the new stuff. So I really didn't feel a very compelling reason to keep playing. And that kind of hit every every element of the game. But I think they kind of always had that problem for them when they decided to do it in the same world. Like, that's a really bold move that pretty much no open world games do. Um, is, is, is the opportunity to explore... A world you know no. that has changed drastically, not interesting yeah. enough to warrant revisiting the world? I think it would be interesting if it felt more purposeful to me. Like Majora's Mask, the way it remixed Ocarina's world felt like incredibly intentional and like twisted in an Alice in Wonderland kind of way. This kind of, I mean, I always go back to Cataclysm for World I was of about Warcraft. To say, I had the, yeah, you I had like the exact same experience with this game as I had with Cataclysm, which is just a sense that it feels kind of messy and random and less magical than the original. And like, they just took a perfect world and put a bunch more stuff in it. And I don't find that actually improves game worlds very much. So I just was left very, um, I was left very cold with it in the same way I was with cataclysm where I'm like, yeah, I just don't really care about any of the new stuff you're putting in here. Um, yeah i mean i understand the sentiment i think when you have yeah. something so personal as breath of the wild or as mm-hmm. uh, world of warcraft for you is exactly the same yeah um, and you mess with it i can see where the the disdain would come from or not even the disdain more like the nonchalantness of it just like ugh, yeah like this is not what i like you know yeah um, for me and i'll use i'll use the great plateau as an example um right i the like one of the first things i did was i went backwards to the great plateau um and for me oh interesting is the great plateau in this game of course why wouldn't it be oh i guess i it was like a floating thing i thought it might be gone for, i guess floating. it wasn't floating it was no. just you're right it was just really just high up so yeah that's that's a cool point i didn't go there yeah and and i went i because i immediately was like because oh, i wanted to see what it, what they what they changed and yeah. they changed they changed a bunch you know and yeah. to me there's a disrespectful way to do this right yeah um there there and i i have i didn't play cataclysm so i can't speak for it but yeah. There is a way where you take the previously made thing right. and you you update it and you disrespect it. You add too much. Yeah. You you yeah. don't you don't re- re- recognize where it came from. Instead, you just move forward instead of looking back yeah. and forward at the same time. Yeah. I I think personally that Tears did a really good job respecting mm-hmm. what came before while trying trying is a is a keyword here trying yeah. to add more interesting elements into the world to make you be like oh right i remember when i was there six years ago and now there's yeah a, there's a something different there there's a yiga clan yeah. there instead this time um, right and it doesn't always work i i think yeah. that sometimes it can feel a little just like they smush stuff all over the place um totally but when there's purpose there, like with the Great Plateau, it feels mm-hmm. really good. Uh, like I mm-hmm. immediately went back to the original. I don't, I, do you care about yeah. like, spoilers about this? I don't know. No, 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 um, not at all. Okay, yeah. I went back to the original resurrection pool that Link wakes yeah. up in Breath of yeah, the Wild, yeah, yeah. and the Yiga Clan took it over. <laughs> oh yeah, they dug yep. down in there and they made a, yep. a Yiga Clan base under where yeah. Link was resurrected, and I was loving yeah. that. It was so yeah. What a cool use of of the world, and because you, you you're, yes. you're gonna go back there, and they'd be like, oh yep. man, remember this? Wait a second, why is uh-huh. there a Yiga clan thing here? Oh my god, right. there's Yiga people yep. everywhere. Um, yep. 
and that's awesome to me. Um, yeah. And and I don't think they nailed it perfectly mm-hmm. all over the world, but mm-hmm. they did it enough well enough yeah. multiple times to really make me interested in the revamps yeah. that they did to the world. Yeah, I think that's a really that's a really solid case for it. And I think like when I compare it to Cataclysm, I like strongly strongly disliked what Cataclysm did. I'm right. more ambivalent about what Tears of the Kingdom did. I do not think Got it's it. near I do not think like they ruined the world or were incredibly disrespectful to it or anything. Um mm-hmm. I think it's lesser than Breath of the Wild, but from what I played, of course, which is a sure. tiny percentage of the whole world because this game is humongous. Yeah. And I'm I'm not at all um, you know, I am in no position to critique this game because I barely played a percentage of it. I just found it interesting that I didn't have much of a desire to play very much of it. Well, Breath of the Wild, like, completely enchanted me from the moment I stepped in it. Um, I also think I was probably not a great player for this because I was playing new content in Breath of the Wild up until three weeks ago. (laughs) So I wasn't like, I haven't played this game in six years. I haven't seen anything new in six years. I'm hungry for that. I have been slowly digesting Breath of the Wild for six years. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. a very different way to play it than most people played it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. So it's like, I think what, because they've done some thinking about like, huh, why does it not like, why does it not really interest me to to play very much? And I think it kind of, it's like, I think it kind of comes down to that the new stuff they added, like I was not someone who really wanted to play Breath of the Wild just to, um, to see the next thing or, or see more stuff in that world. Like sure. I, I played it very slowly and I really liked the sense of like atmosphere. And like you mentioned space and quiet that the world created and cohesiveness that that world had, like every mechanic, everything about that world felt like it was pulling me deeper into feeling immersed in that game and that game's mechanics. Well, this game feels a lot more like the, um, a Zelda game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, more like a Zelda game and more like it's like a Zelda game, a more traditional Zelda game mixed with like Gary's mod with all these like building tools and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think this stuff is badly done necessarily. It's just really not what I'm here for. So and I can agree with that actually fully. Um, The 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 build crafting, because I was never even into build crafting in Breath of the Wild. People love to no me either. Make yeah. make a sandbox out of Breath of the Wild in terms yes. of like gameplay, and that was never yep. why I came to Breath of the Wild. And so no, I mean they doubled down on it, of course, this time around. They tripled yeah. down on it essentially, and they did it really yep. well, just like you said. But it, I, I I beat the I have like what fifty five hours in the game. I basically yeah. built like three things ever. Um, right, right, yeah. And but the thing is, the game is so big that it. Yeah, you could, that it's you okay. can ignore it's yeah, it's okay. You could totally yeah. ignore every single building aspect of the game and still totally. get five games worth of content out of the game. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of insane yep. in that way. It it is like it is impressive how much content is in that game and how polished it is at the same time. Like Yeah. That's very, very rare. Um building I just generally off the find in games of the wild is so helpful. <laughs> yes. I generally find in games like I much, much prefer you pull my attention towards two or three minimalistic mechanics that all completely make sense than having to filter out a bunch of stuff to find mm-hmm. out what to focus on. And so I think that's another reason that it just didn't click for me because I it was a game more than many games that I'm like, I genuinely don't know what you want me to do, how you want me to play this, or how you want me to feel. Like, is this a sad world? Is it a dark, twisted world? Is it a minimalistic nature world? Like, I can't figure out what the emotion of this game is and like what what i should be feeling playing this and it was very clear to me in breath of the wild but in tears of the kingdom i always felt very confused about like what the purpose of the game was and it's possible i just there is a purpose there that i still just didn't understand Mm -hmm. but it never it never disclosed itself to me like a game like shadow of the colossus or breath of the wild or or other similar games do yeah i can't argue with any of that honestly um death stranding also did a very good job oh yeah i felt the purpose in that game yeah, yeah. T- I have no argument really against that. Tears of the Kingdom, mm. and 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 for the first like four or five hours of playing the game, yeah. I felt similarly. I was like, yeah, I don't really understand what's ha- what's happening, why things are right. happening. I mean, like obviously I know what's happening in the story, but like, yeah, why am I building a boat and flying across t- to capture this Korok? Why am I going down into this pit? Why, like, mm-hmm. there was there was there was so many tones. And so many yeah. styles of gameplay and so many just yeah. random things all over the world to look at and do yeah. 
I, I also felt a very big sense of like, I don't know what this game wants to be. Um, right. When, and it sounds like you found your niche in it, at least, even if it didn't all make sense. Right. That's what I ended up having to do was make myself yeah. focus. Because, the, again, you could focus on five different mm-hmm. things in this game and have a whole yeah. game's worth of content in that. You could just yeah. do the dungeons. You could just explore. You could just do the shrines. Yeah. You could just build stuff. You could just do the underground. Yeah. You could just do the the um, the flying places. Yeah. And so what I would yeah. do is I would focus on one specific yeah. thing. And that made the game way better so i yeah for a while i focused on just dungeons and i completed three of them and i was like i'm bored of the yeah. dungeons so then i just focused on doing a bunch of the sky the uh, underground puzzles. yeah or, when yeah. i went sky, up first yep, yep. and then yeah. i focused on um vi- revisiting old places that i had been to and and seeing what new yeah. things were there and then i focused on going to the t- different towns and seeing what side quests were in the towns yeah and then i went underground um totally so it I, yeah. I I can't argue with what you're saying because the game feels yeah. very unfocused. Um, totally. And you have to and make so think, your own focus in a way. I think like for me, I mean, it was similar to Death Stranding in that, you know, Steve and I tried to play that game together. We dropped off it. I came back to it later and really enjoyed it. I think that like, you know, trying to play this like we played Breath of the Wild. We're super busy. We put we sit down for a couple hours. We're like, all right, let's play this game. Then we end the couple hours and we're like, I'm still confused. What, what did we even do for those couple of hours? And so it's kind of a hard way to be playing it. But I could yeah. totally see in a few months once I put it down, let it rest, kind of coming back to it on my own and just kind of poking at it and see what comes. I'm totally willing to, like, re-engage with it. I think it just wasn't it was it was a very confusing game for the first 15 hours or so. And I'm totally. not expecting it to be like this amazing experience like like these other games I've mentioned. But there could still be a lot of cool stuff there when I when I come back to it at some point. And there definitely um, is. I mean, yeah, I think I'm not it's... saying it's all junk or a terribly designed game or anything like that. It was just not. It's it was not a, one of those clear masterpieces of that that games sometimes can be. Well, I don't know, man. People thought the same thing about Elden Ring, and I could argue that for days. I, I just think well, it, I'm absolutely well. People thought that about Elden Ring too, and like that's right. What I, I'm saying I, is, it's, yeah. it's 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 clear that Elden Ring and this game both are incredibly high quality. That doesn't mean they're both masterpieces yes, because absolutely. they are high quality. I completely um, agree with that, and the overall, I find the overall tenor around games typically is really focused on is there a lot of this and is it high quality and for me um typically that isn't going to be the exact metric of what makes me enjoy a game but uh, it's still a good place to look for enjoyment so yeah um yeah i was gonna say do do you so okay i think i generally i like this game i don't know if that was clear i I think this game was very good uh the 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 word i kept on using over and over again when i was playing this was it's great it's great it's great yeah it's great i'm not in love uh i played 50 hours i probably will go back for a little more stuff and play some more so you'd give it like an eight out of ten seven out of ten like an 8.5 out of ten it's oh oh higher okay it's it's great it's a great game um it's just not amazing so Mm -hmm. I also thought Mario Odyssey was a great game. It's super yeah, good. It's I super brought great. that up to Steven where I'm like, this feels a lot like Mario Odyssey, actually. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> how, and I also could never really define why Mario yeah. Odyssey wasn't the greatest game of all time. Because right. on paper, yeah. it, I was about it to say exactly that. Like on it's... paper, Tears of the Kingdom should be the best game ever made. Like, Right. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And, and same with Odyssey. Uh, and I, uh, think, I think both times Nintendo yeah. has attempted too much yes. in their games. Yes, they, I agree. Uh, Odyssey particularly was so it was like it was like here's popcorn. a new mechanic. Here's seven new mechanics yeah. every level in a completely different aesthetic every level and like we're just well, gonna is, constantly throw we're like not completely different, but like well, Mario it was games constantly that, throwing I mean? new stuff at you. Yeah that that is true. But like Mario Sunshine for example was a pretty cohesive thing and they gave you basically Mario one mechanic. Was very unique in that sense it what was weird for mario i know what you mean but but yeah mario odyssey just felt like it was throwing so much at you like right um, and it was all good like every yeah every, it was all insanely the frog polished. was a really good mechanic the, yep, the robot yep. was a good the mechanic snowball, the snowball the, was yeah. a good mechanic the yeti was a yeah. good mechanic but it was too much mm-hmm, and, it, and it felt mm-hmm. unfocused um yeah and when there's not this when you're not given a focus it's hard yeah. to to fall so deeply in love with a single mechanic, especially yeah. when you're going through them so quickly. I and, completely and agree. And tears 
is exactly the same. They yes, they yes. did not focus, and Breath of the Wild is not. They focused on one no. specific thing: yeah. minimalism, and that's it what was Breath of the insane Wild was. to play an open world game that had that kind of focus in it. Like that yes. just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. Death Stranding also managed yes. that. Elden Ring does not. Elden Ring is a maximal game where it's like, here's everything you could possibly want in a Dark Souls game. (laughs) And I found myself much more enchanted playing through the original Dark Souls for the first time last year than playing Elden Ring for the first time this year. I I enjoyed Elden Ring, but I did not. I was not nearly as enchanted by it as I was Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I mean, I agree with that, too. Honestly, yeah. I I cannot deny that the, that the world of Dark Souls is yeah. incredibly well designed yeah. and not overbearing. Because um, there's that sense of focus there, where like there are three fascinating paths to go down, and I know there's so much consequence about going down each of them. Well, Elden mm-hmm. Ring's like here are 50 billion paths to go down, and none of them are going to be that consequential. But they're yeah, and they're all and they're all sort of interesting, and they all sort yeah, they're of all look kind cool. of interesting. But they're I mean, it's the danger of open world design, and what was so like genius about games like death stranding and breath of the wild is that they are able to maintain focus inside of an open world and that's really really rare shout out to colossus as well yes and i i think if i have a disappointment with tears of the kingdom it's like you guys were supposed to be showing other AAA developers what open world games could be but i feel like you accidentally fell into a lot of the same traps yeah not as bad but a lot of the same traps and you're kind of riding on the genius of breath of the wild but if you keep going in this direction, you're just going to be like every other open world game. Yeah, um, no, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I, I, I think there was they when they got trapped in open world oh. aspects yeah. and tears, they did it well. Um, yeah, totally. They did it better than anybody else, really. Yes. Um, but they still fell into those traps. They're still in a lion's yeah. pit. They might have tamed the lion, but they still have to deal with a yeah. lion. It eats a lot. You know, totally. You have to feed it. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. And you're right. So now the question would be, of course, then is, are they going to continue? Surely they're not right. going to make a third Breath of the Wild game, right? They're going to do something new. <sighs> I mean, um, they said they're going to stick the style of letting you solve puzzles in your own way. Like did the they hyper say creativity. That? Yeah. Anuma said this is the future of Zelda. Is oh, like this kind of But what does openness. he mean, though? There's 10 things that he could mean That's by this vague, is the future though. of Zelda. I think in the context, <laughs> he's talking about how players can solve these puzzles in any way they want. Okay, okay. Like, used a boomerang on the switch which the i honestly imagine ocarina of time yeah but you with like an open physics system well, yeah with the, with the yeah. with with the creativity of the mechanics mm. of of tears of the kingdom but yeah i really hope that they don't just say this is a generic enough art style that we can do anything in this and this is a generic enough music style that we can use i really hope that they go back to like something that was so magical about zelda is like the like visual identity of Ocarina of Time versus Wind Waker versus Skyward Sword. They're like all built up from the ground up over again around these same themes. I hope they keep doing that and don't just say, all right, now we have the Zelda engine. It's kind of an amalgamation of all our art styles. And we're just going to keep kind of using this going forward. Yeah. That would be a bummer. Well, I mean, they did it for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. We didn't have a problem with it. So I don't. Yeah, but that was two games. Well, this was, this was two games too. Like, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not criticizing tears for this. I'm saying going forward. Oh, it would sure. be nice if they reinvented again. I think uh, they will. I don't think we're going to see anything nearly the same as Tears. I think they're going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm just spitballing, I have a feeling they pull... certainly can't do it in the same world again. Like, no, no, definitely they not. They did that. Yeah, they're going to pull totally. back. They're going to make it more focused, yeah. and they're going to do something. Well, because Nintendo always does something different or, or new yeah. and innovative. Yeah, and so they're going to yeah. do something that different this time around. I, I I'm sure of it. Yeah. Which, but by the way, the fact that we're talking about when we talked about Breath of the Wild back in 2017, we did not we were not talking about the sequel. It's always a it's always telling when you're talking about a new thing and you start discussing yeah. its sequel. Um, yeah, it's telling because you don't like it as much as, as you thought you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> I did that with I remember when Hail to the King came out, the Avengers Sevenfold yeah. album, and I was already talking about what they do next. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like mm-hmm. this album very much. Shoot. <laughs> yep. No, um, it's 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 very true. And like, yeah, tears. Of, I think we really nailed it in this conversation. I think you understood really well, like why I didn't love it. But I at the same time, I can completely understand why you got so much enjoyment out of it. And I could totally see doing the same. It is not a bad game. Like no. when I am critiquing it like this, I'm not like going after it or anything because there's a lot there to enjoy for sure. Totally. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and it's. <sighs> It's. I was comparing it to Elden Ring, and mm-hmm. why I was so angry with Elden Ring. Yeah. And why. 
the discourse of of the I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. I noticed that there was a difference between what the critics thought of Elden Ring yes. and Zelda and what the people thought yeah. of Elden Ring and Zelda. Yeah. Everybody in the universe was in love with Elden Ring, including the critics yeah. and the people. Yeah. I have not noticed that much discussion of of Zelda online. There's been I mean, obviously websites are full of like, yeah. you know, reviews and tips and guides. Yeah. But the actual discussion of tears is incredibly mm-hmm. muted. It feels way more muted. Like I listened to a podcast of a few guys who used to work for like Giant Bomb and GameSpot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it yeah, Jeff's and podcast? Like, uh Next Lander, um, which is a few people who were used to work at, oh, okay. at Giant Bomb, but like one of them really likes it. And then one of them is like, eh, it feels too much like Breath of the Wild. And one of them is just playing through Breath of the Wild first instead of playing Tears of the Kingdom because <laughs> right. he never beat it. So yeah. like that's like a you're right that like when you actually go down to individual people, it tends to be like some people like it, some people don't. They're annoyed at how hard it is or they're annoyed at certain things. Like it's a normal discussion around the game. Yeah. It's only at the critic level that it's so like this is the the best thing ever. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Like 10 out of 10. Yeah, uh, the the. Because I, I I read a lot of Reddit and yeah and the, the, even the topics that I do see about Tears of the Kingdom are yeah. either speedrunners, which is but speedrun is really cool, yeah, or like people being like, hey, this game was pretty great. I think it didn't yeah. do quite as good as as Breath of the Wild, but I like yeah. it, and that's it. There's yeah. there's there's so yeah. little discussion, and I think that and I, again, I I always try to question myself when I if I am I, am yeah. I living in a bubble? Am I just reading what yeah. I always read and it's a bubble? Right. And, p- and normal mm-hmm. people aren't this way. Always question mm-hmm. that when I'm reading news, just to make sure I'm not being biased. Totally. And totally. I don't know the answer to that, it, but yeah. I I browse like five or six different gaming subreddits, and none of yeah. them are talking about Zelda. So yeah. I don't know what to think about that. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see because like the long tail Breath of the Wild, they were like you know game makers toolkit and uh videos and video essays just about like you know we talked to a lot of different game designers and pretty much across the board they were like this was a genius game and inspired me as a designer and this does in different ways i'm really curious and i'm willing to to see it if it's out there if tears of the kingdom will inspire that same level of discussion around people and that same level of inspiration around people because I mean, going into it, I'm like, all right, Nintendo, no one has been able to innovate on Breath of the Wild since you released it. Now show everyone how it's done and show what open world games can be for the next 10 years. And I didn't really get that from it. No, um, what they did was they said, no, 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 no. We're not going to innovate on Breath uh, on open world. Yeah. We're going to innovate on the gameplay. Um, yes. And they did. Honestly. That was cool. Yeah. The like Gmod on steroids and not Gucci mm-hmm. is kind of a, a huge innovation. No one's yeah. done that. No. No uh, one has done that. Um, but yeah. that's not what we wanted. Um, that's not really no. And that's kind that's of not going what more into this. Anyone yeah. wanted really nobody. Yeah. Nobody saw Breath of the Wild and said, "You know what? I want more of gluing things together." They said right. they they were thinking. Well, a lot of them were like, "Please don't make the weapons durable anymore." But yeah, <laughs> most of them were like, "We want another open world game like this." Yeah. Anyone, yeah. anything, please. And they said, "No. What if we did something different?" And yeah, that's fine. But that's not yeah. what we were expecting at all. The innovations feel much more streamer friendly, feel much more video compilation of crazy things people could do friendly, which I get was a huge part of the long tail of Breath of the Wild. Yep. But I never paid any attention to it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really care. Okay. And I did, but that's not yeah. why, again, that's not why I'm here for Breath of the Wild. Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild is my favorite game of all time because yeah. of its, it's focus. And not because of the shenanigans. Uh, right. And yeah. not because of the silly, wacky, I jumped on a log right. and I swung myself across all yes. of Hyrule, you know? Oh my gosh, there's so many of those videos. Um, it's yeah. funny, but so, it's not what I'm yeah. interested in. Yeah, no, completely the same. Completely the same. So I was I was left very cold at the end of Tears of the Kingdom. Like, I don't you didn't really come up with many new ideas. I think the underground was a was the closest they got. I think that was really cool. Super cool. Um, yeah, very and I think that and shocking. the way that it mapped on one to one to the above ground, that was a really cool way of how to do it a dungeon and open world game. Or yes. how to do it dangerous area in an open world game it reminded me of like the dark world in link to the past like oh yeah i wish they'd leaned even a little further into the the one-to-one where like maybe they do i don't know but like under hat to know there's like a dark version of hat to know or something like there could be really cool stuff exploring that idea but yeah i also think that the in terms of like the powers i i think Mm -hmm. the zip to to top the zip power is the most zelda like power it reminds me a bit of um it reminds me a bit of picture link. Uh, yeah, painting link, link between worlds. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, a, a link between worlds. 
Yeah, that's the link to the past sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah Limited Worlds. Yep, yep, you're right. You're On right. 3DS. Yeah, uh, I, I just couldn't think of the other one's name. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it feels like a, a typical Zelda ability you yes. get, and I yes, you could I, imagine a whole Zelda game designed around that. Totally, idea. yeah, and instead yeah. you get like 20 shrines that focus on it instead. I know. Um, but, but once in a while, when you, when I like <laughs> at one point I jumped into a well and I was like, dang yeah. it, I gotta climb out of this well, uh, and I started mm-hmm. to, like started like fiddle around and build yep. something to climb. And I was like, oh wait a sec, yep. duh, and zoop, there I go. <laughs> yeah, my little like uh, my little mini game I play with the game is how do I get through this with building as few things as possible? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, having to build all. things is admitting defeat in the game yep and it gets tedious too of course you can auto build things which is helpful but um i did enjoy building things in the sky there's a lot more room to maneuver and to make mistakes in the sky it works better yes it works better i almost wish they had just made the game in the sky and tried to make an entire game around the sky world being as good as it could possibly be Mm -hmm. like that to me would have been more inspiring than what they ended up doing but like you said i think they just bit off more not more than they could chew, because they did they it, all it really well, well, just yeah. like Mario Odyssey. But yep. a bit off more than was maybe wise. <laughs> yes, that's a really good way yeah. to put it. And that's what I thought this game was going to be, actually. Yeah. When I, I remember this very specifically. When I jumped off of the floating yeah. starting yep. area, I was like, yep. oh, yes, I'm, I'm back in Hyrule. Mm-hmm. oh and that was that was the start of me being grumpy for like two yeah. or three hours where i was like totally. well, that's not even close to what i wanted i've been here because i remember in that first jump off of uh when you're just in the sky world and you're jumping into the pool yeah i was like looking around and seeing all these islands and i'm like oh my gosh this entire new aesthetic this new world i don't know what any of these islands are going to be this is just all like that wonder of discovery was there and then yeah i jumped down to hyrule and i'm like oh huh yeah that this is not what i signed up for at all yeah this is huh i kind of can i go back and the answer is so you you know what you should do um Mm. and by the way you and steven playing games together i think is a curse sometimes it is because you we have to pick the right games to play together right exactly this is your your way of playing games only works for certain games um and for certain ones i think it makes the the activity genuinely worse yes Yes. um so when you go back um just go up in the sky for like mm-hmm. five hours and don't come down. Yeah. Find yeah. ways around all of those. Cause yeah. you can make, there's no sky pl- land, uh, sky um, Island that you, except for like the dungeon one that you yeah. can't get to once you're up there. You That's can just, cool. you can fly up yeah. in the air and keep on going to the next one. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. I recommend no, I really staying up there for find hours. The nuggets and ideas in there. Yes. I just realized they weren't going to get presented to me in the way I was expecting. Yes. Um, and it wasn't going to be cohesive in the way I wanted, but now that I'm over that disappointment and I've had my, you know, <laughs> my, um, and and been talking to you has been super helpful too where i'm like okay i'm not crazy this was not breath of the wild again this was not as genius as that game was oh and you're Um, not crazy even evan was like cameron this is literally breath of the wild 2 we're talking about it's exactly the same game and i'm like you are a lunatic it's not even close to the same game shut your stupid mouth and we got got into an argument about it we were like actually angry because he was like it's just breath of the wild again i'm like it's really not oh my god i would would have a big problem with that so Yeah, yeah But I do want to go back into it and discover these these nuggets and like see what's in there. Because, but I think doing it at my own pace when there's not pressure to you know get a lot done in one evening of playing sure. and that sort of thing. I think it'll be. I did the same thing with Death Stranding because Stephen hated that game. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable! I'm gonna make him play it for. Well, his he birthday. doesn't like Kojima in general. So. Unbelievable! <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, but I'm very excited for Death Stranding too, and being able to have oh our gosh, conversation yes. about that game when it comes out. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, he's definitely gonna do some so, stuff so, we're okay, not that's, expecting. That's the question, right? Is Death Stranding two what? What is it going to do? Is it going to do the same mm. thing? Is it going to be the same world? I don't is it know. Be a new world? Because this training new... did what it was supposed to do. I don't really know what you do from there. I mean, here's the truth. I would play Death Stranding 2 if it was literally just the same game in a new world. Um, yeah. Which is yeah. what I would have done with Breath of the Wild 2 as well. Yeah. If it was the totally. same game in a new world, that totally. would have probably actually been better for me. Yeah. Um, me too. But yeah. Death Stranding could go multiple ways. It could be it could be yeah. a completely different game. And and it's yeah. Kojima. So it could literally yeah. be an RTS for some reason. Exactly. Um, he could like really push the like factorio automation element of it. 
oh. if he wanted to. Um, and all about, you know, creating these highways and being able to see it from a top-down view and like create that. like this whole like strategy game layer to it. He could do that if he wanted to. But but um, also like online and social too. So you get yeah. like iron from a, from a person across the internet and right. you build the iron. Right. And you're like, <gasps> yeah, that like he awesome. could do that. There are a lot of great directions to take Death uh, Stranding. So that sounds so cool. Um, I didn't even think about right, that. All right, we're coming up on an hour here, so I'm going to go ahead and read Ben's email. Oh, yeah, Ben uh, sent us an email. Because he's playing yeah. freaking Diablo, played, paid $90 to play, play early. Fortunately, it's a, ben. it's a very easy to respond to email. So I'm okay. going to pull up my email client here. So this Ooh. is going to be our first segment of whale mail in a long time. I don't know if PD's whale still running mail, that or not. Whale mail, whale um, mail, whale mail. I think PD became an IT guy instead of a mailbox, if I remember correctly. I think then he then he was then he was teaching people Actually, languages. I think we probably should bring PD back because I think he'd be able to answer these questions better than you and I could. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> here's here's what I'll do. Yeah. I will hear the questions and then decide if I should call PD if it's That's worth a calling great him. Idea. <laughs> All right, let me pull this up. All right, here we go. So, uh, which email did you send me to? Here we go. Uh-uh. Have you read the this yet? Subject is I have read this. Okay. It is longtime listener, question mark time writer. Um, <laughs> he doesn't know how many times he's written in. Ah. Hey, members of the pod, I need some advice. I have some questions about life that I don't really have the answers to, and I'd love to get your professional take as people who are indeed living. Can't wait to hear your takes. Sincerely, Ben of the Bezzlers. So here we go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Question one: What is the best way for a person to attain happiness? Two. Do extraterrestrial life forms exist? Three, how would life be different if you were born the opposite gender? Four, what happens after we die? Five, what should be the goal of humanity? And six, (laughs) where does your self-worth come from? This is not quick questions at all. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's literally philosophy. I think think these are easy to just knock out of the park. Okay, all right. No PD. We'll start with number, number one again. Let's go. All right, what is the best way for a person to attain happiness? Don't be so hard on yourself. I agree. Do extraterrestrial life forms exist? Absolutely. Yes. They have How to. How would life be different if you were born the opposite gender? Nobody knows. What happens after we die? Nobody knows. No, what no, should no, be no, the no. Goal Reincarn- of- Reincarnation. Oh. Reincarnation. All right. Re- as a different gender? Then we might know. Well, then, but you don't remember, so you still don't know. Mm, fair enough. What should be the goal of humanity? Oh. Hmm. What should be the goal of humanity? Yeah, what should be? What is the best possible goal? That is such goal? a Ben question. Um, that is such a Ben question. What I, should be the well, goal? Well, because like the, the pursuit of happiness, but mm-hmm. the word pursuit sucks. No one wants to pursue things. So Yeah, well, he said attain in his question. Is attain happiness the goal of humanity? Obtain? That sucks too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just being what happy. What should be the goal of humanity? Being happy. <laughs> Well, I like, like it. Where does he, your self worth come from? Being happy. There well, we go. yeah, kind of like yeah. y- you got to do what's fun, man. You got to, you know. Oh do my what's gosh, fun. that's the answer to this. You got to, you know, you know, figure it out, babe. You got to do what's I fun. I never said babe. Where did the babe come from? I think we added that in the song at some point. Do what's fun. <laughs> I actually wasn't to that recently. <laughs> It's really. Funny. I'm sorry we couldn't give full, serious answers to these questions, Ben. But I'm tired, and we're already at an hour, so uh, we're not an hour you know. yet. Pick one, and we'll actually go into right. it. Okay, pick one we actually go into. Let's go with um, lightly go into I, it. Where does your self worth come from? That to me is an interesting one. Oh. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. <sighs> where does is, your self worth come? from? Mine is very material. Um. Okay. Uh, my self worth comes from experiencing things. Okay. Uh, if we're defining self 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 worth, geez, I thought I was yeah. messing it up twice. As what makes you get up in the morning, what makes you continue, right. what makes you go? The answer is mm. to do things. Um, right. I actually had this thought recently because Zelda came out, and mm. like it's. It's an event, you know. Zelda came out. Mm-hmm. There's only one Zelda every yeah. seven years. Someday yeah. we'll be dead, and there'll be no more Zeldas we can play. But right, right now we're alive, and we're getting to play Zelda. That's a pretty Very cool event. Experiential, yeah. yes. And and I think about that actually all the time. Like I I thought right. a lot about what happens if you watch and what happens if, what happens when you you watched um, Infinity Wars and you died and didn't get to see Endgame. Like that 
kind of mm-hmm. sucks. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. sounds so surface right. level, but right. when you take the whole world as a whole and you, yeah. you think about it as it, everything that you're doing in, in your daily life, yeah. like seeing a bird outside or driving right. your car you like, or eating some good yeah. food, it all adds up to the worth of mm-hmm. what you are. Right. That's, That's interesting. I've actually, but I actually have been thinking about that more recently yeah. than not thinking about death. I lost a right. friend recently. And so you think about mm-hmm. death a lot more after that. Yeah. And that was what came to me. I, I was more sad that that person was no longer here to experience things in the future. Right. So that's where my self-worth comes from. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause when I hear self-worth, I think of a slightly different context, which, cause I think of it in people being like, am I a worthless person? Am I, you know, do people love me? Oh. Am I contributing to people? Like that's normally the context I hear self-worth come in of like, do you see yourself as a good person or not? Um, do you see yourself hmm. as a worthwhile person? Okay. Um, rather than like, what is the the worthiness of being a self? I think the way that you answered it is totally legit. I just read it differently. So I'll answer it differently. Sure. Um, where does my self-worth come from in terms of being like feeling like I'm a good person or feeling like I'm I don't I don't love that term good person, but like feeling you um existing is better than not existing for the for the world around you um huh and i think the answer to that is a lot of different things many of which are conscious and many of which are unconscious but i'd say the best way i could put it is like living i think a lot in terms of like connectedness and feeling like you are living in a way that's naturally harmonizing with the world around you and, and and broadening you out and connecting you to other things more than you are isolating and separating, separating things apart from each other. Okay. So like feeling like you have strong connections with other people. I love connecting like different ideas together. I love connecting different experiences together and like being able to take all of these different disparate things and help them like harmonize rather than cause dissension among them. And that kind of works at many different levels. So like, just having good relationships with the people in my life or having a good relationship with my own body or having a good relationship with the the things that I do. And like that idea of generally living in that space of being in a more harmonized connection with things rather than being frustrated with or angry at or, or tearing things apart. I think that's at the heart of a lot of it for me. Um, yeah. So like but, leaving a positive mark in a way. Yeah. I think that definitely is part of it. Yeah. And okay, like yeah. feeling like you're not, you're not fighting against reality and you're not fighting against things, but you're kind of instead joining that, that flow of things. And it's interesting because I've normally not been someone who's suffered a lot from like super low self-esteem or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I have not struggled with it as much as, as a lot of people have of a sure. lot of uh, deep doubt of self-worth. But I find for myself when I'm living a way that I feel like I'm actually helping people um like live more naturally and connect with each other better rather than creating barriers or friction with people i find i generally feel a lot better about myself so yeah that's my very vague answer to that question well and you're very good at it too i think that helps a lot um <laughs> your def- yeah your um your w- drive this summer to not hate summers has been really I'm thinking about mm. it a lot, actually. It's very, yeah, very noble and cool that you are like, no, I hate hating summers. I'm gonna like summers. Right. I'm gonna go swimming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy the horrible weather, the horrible hot weather. You right. know. Um, yes. So I've actually been kind of proud of you for that. That's really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of my enthusiasm can come from. Is my enthusiasm to like see the good in things. So even like we talked about Tears of the Kingdom, mm. it's something I had a semi-negative experience with but i still want to see the good with it and see how it connects to other things and how we can learn from it rather than just rag on it for not being what i want it to be right um and so i find if i get too much in that judgmental mindset where i'm just like um ragging on things all the time or criticizing things all the time my my own self-worth actually does suffer from that because Mm -hmm. i start to apply that same view to myself at some point interesting so yeah i I think i probably do that yeah uh, subconsciously as well honestly yeah um and it might have been why i was uh, in such a bad mood uh recently just yeah hating on a lot of things and and being negative yep. about stuff it kind of spreads out i guess 
yeah i i definitely think i think it scales out and scales in to our views of ourselves so yeah so that's that's our answers yeah, to your questions ben thank you totally I thought different yours was, was quite random well. answers for both of us not random yeah. totally different answers for both of us yeah different um, way of reading the question yeah i'm afraid we're not gonna be able to answer all of the other ones in detail there but we absolutely you funny is joke alien life there is literally an infinite amount of planets in the entire multiverse there's a yeah. statistic zero percent chance there could be no other life forms in it any seems, of the universes it seems extremely unlikely to me that there is not extraterrestrial life it's just because possible. we haven't seen it in the few planets around us seems yeah, like pretty yeah, yeah. weak we're, we're exploring the smallest grain of sand right. on the world's largest yes. beach. And, we're and the like, whole nah, idea of like, there. well, if they were so advanced, they would have found us by now. Like, who knows? There could be laws that preclude that, like or they're all gravitational us. laws and stuff that or they're all us. Yeah, exactly. Like, we haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why would they be so much specialer than us? There, there's absolutely other lives. Other 100 yeah. percent. I'd, I'd, I'd risk everything I ever have believed in and owned that there's other life everywhere. <laughs> Well, there you go. Ben, if you want to take that bet, I don't know when we're ever going to answer it, but you can take that bet with Cameron. I think they're mostly defunct at this point, so I don't know if they know either. What? What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) NASA. We're mostly defunct. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Thank you, Cameron, for for joining us. Yes. Um, Thank you, Ben, for sending in her email. Brian. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, thank you, Stephen, for being Alive. in the other room and not talking <laughs> to us. <laughs> Is he just like sitting on the couch over there? I don't actually know what he's doing. My oh, door okay. is closed. So That's pretty rude of him, actually. It is fairly rude of him, but he's no stranger to that. Yeah. Um, and thank you, Zachary, if you're listening to this, just to creep you out. Um, thanks, Zach. <laughs> thanks, Zach. All right, and we will be back next month, I assume. Um, uh, over my dead body, we won't. Wait, that almost worked. 